I got my ticket for the long way round. Two bottles of whiskey round the way. I do know David Guetta. I can carry a tune. And horizontal running is my lady jam. I can believe that we are talking about <laughs> pitch perfect. You're one of those acapella girls. I'm one of those acapella boys. And we're going to have acapella children. It's inevitable. <laughs> That's right. We are going back all the way to 2012. Now, this wasn't a movie we were able to do last year. Well, we could. I guess we could have. We definitely but could. But we always do, it has to be at least a decade old. Yeah. Well, this movie came out October 5th, 2012. Mm-hmm. So we just passed that time in which we were allowed to do this movie. Yeah. And I'm so excited. God, Pitch Perfect. Thank you. I loved this movie. I mean, I still love this movie, honestly. Like, I was... Go ahead. I was probably the perfect age for this. Like, I just gotten into college, and I love watching movies with any type of, like, crazy music in it. So yeah. this was, like, my movie. I, this is <laughs> the weirdest movie to me. Because it's such... Who the hell was like, you know what we should do? Make a movie about singing yeah but like not a band there's no music it's acapella well you know that was around the time that like glee was super right, popular like it was the height of glee yeah so it kind of makes sense i mean they even make crazy digs in this movie about glee so i think that's what spurred on this movie yeah but so here's the thing though even glee doesn't make sense to me i'm a i'm a glee fan i'm, I'm a gleek is that what we're called? Yeah, I think that's, that's what we're called. We're I think Gleeks. That's what it's called. Yeah. Right? I'm a Gleek. Yeah. I've seen every episode. Mm -hmm. Like, it was appointment viewing for me. I've seen all three Pitch Perfect movies. I would maybe watch another one. I've watched all of... I love musicals. Oh, yeah. Listen. All right. Truth time, guys. Truth time. I'm a choir kid. I was a choir kid my entire life. From the minute <laughs> choir existed in school, I have been a choir kid. Not mm -hmm. just any choir kid, though. Show choir. Ooh. <laughs> jazz hands. No spirit fingers? No, no, no. No spirit. Jazz hands. Oh, okay. Spirit fingers are cheerleading. Oh. Jazz hands I'm, my bad. are music. Sorry. Like, Bob Fosse would be proud of the things that we did. Like, <laughs> uh, do you know who Bob Fosse is? Famous choreographer no. for Broadway? No. Famous, okay. Well, whatever. That's where jazz hands and everything came from. Okay. <laughs> That's how much of a choir kid I am. Yeah. All right. I know these things. Mm -hmm. I love these movies. <laughs> these movies were made for me. In 2012, what was that? It was, it was a decade. I was 25, 26 when this movie came out. 26 when this movie came out. This brought me back. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, I'm sitting in that classroom again. We didn't do acapella, though. We had, like, actual music. The teacher played a piano. But there was times we did have to sing without music. But we didn't do beats with our mouth. That's the one thing I've never done because I can't. It's all like, like, no. It's just bad. Can you do it? Can you? No. You can't. You can't. Just try it. No. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do I'm it. laughing too much. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. Boom. Boom. <laughs> That's about for, as good as for, it gets. Okay. So were you in choir when you were in school? I was in choir in like fourth grade. Oh, like that was that. it. That was it? No, honestly, 
I have a love-hate relationship with singing. Like, I love to sing. I'm not a very good singer. And my voice, uh, when I sing, got a lot deeper than most (laughs) girls' voices. So you're Chloe. I'm Chloe. I would be the Chloe. But the Chloe didn't really exist in any musical anything when I was growing up. So I was like, I'm not what they want with singers, so I guess I'm just not going to sing. And I let it go to the wayside. Never let anybody dull your spark. Come on. Oh, yeah, no. I just sing really loudly in the car now. Do I sing really loudly everywhere? He really does. Like, like I will be grocery shopping, and I'll be like, picking up a can, good, gonna have ravioli for dinner. And then people will be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I will sing what I am currently doing. I do it all the time. I do that, like, a few phrases, and I've had people, like, compliment me on it before, and I'm like, it's only when I'm pretending to be like bad at a song do people think i like it think i do well it, okay, <laughs> like I'm, i sing kind of like making fun of a song because yeah, yeah, i'm like yeah. i'm not gonna be able to do the song justice so i'm gonna be like over exaggerate stuff that's why i just make up my own songs hey radio music get out of here just gotta get... have me some earworms no <laughs> sing about picking up raviolis for dinner all right um do you remember seeing this movie did you see this in theaters I feel like I did. I saw this in theaters. But, you know, that time of my life doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. It, uh, no, If it I wasn't remember, in the last week, I don't remember. <laughs> I saw I saw this movie. I, I don't really remember much. Uh, with an ex of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the previews and I was like, damn, I gotta go see this movie. And she was like, I'll see it. But she knew like I was in choir and all this yeah. stuff. I love to sing. And she was like, all right, I'll go see it. Like, we went and saw it, and I walked out, and I was like, this is the best movie ever, because I was an idiot. Yeah. Like, literally, I was just, like, so enthralled with the music and just everything, and it mm-hmm. was like, oh, these are songs I already know. Well, some of them. Some of them I already knew. Yeah. Some of them I had no idea. Uh, but I was like, oh, these are songs I kind of know? Like, it's catchy? I was like, this is, like, the best musical. It didn't stay the best musical for very long. <laughs> <laughs> you well, know, I gotta- like... I gotta ask you something. Yeah. Do you think this movie helped or hurt musicals? You want? You want? It made three of them. They made three, so it can like I feel hurt like it they that much. Came in a time when musicals weren't really that pre- prevalent in movies. Okay. Well, and then ever since, we've gotten more and more. I, not really though. Like musicals don't exist that much anymore. Like there was like a time. Here, movies are all cyclical. They all come and go, and there's always like those those times of like, oh, we're getting so many musicals, so many rom coms, and then they just disappear for forever, mm-hmm. and then they'll make a comeback. So or in some form, because yeah. like these aren't. I don't consider these musicals. Right. I was gonna ask you that too, because I was like, I've always considered a musical, but no one else seems to. <laughs> right. Like I don't think it's a musical. I think it's more of a jukebox. It, it, mm. it's a musical quote-unquote but like a jukebox musical because it's, you're not playing music for the movie you're doing music that is, is in on the, the radio it's, yeah. it's already in the zeitgeist yeah. it exists so like it's somewhat it's like a subgenre of musical yeah but i would never put this in the realm of like a musical like chicago mm-hmm. moulin rouge greece yeah that those are musicals yeah. Even Disney's movies, those are musicals. There, there's music, there's there's original music. It, without it being original music, I, I can't put it there. Okay. I don't know. What about you? I always considered it a musical, but then I was like, it kind of really isn't. Yeah. The it's, only it's thing I can really relate it to is an animated movie called Strange Magic, in which they sing pop 
culture yeah, songs, yeah, yeah. but it's actually like them singing it as if they were in the universe and that's just what they experience. Yeah, or yeah. like Trolls. Yeah, okay. But Trolls is all, well, not all, but they do have original music as well. Some of it, yeah. Some but of it. Most of it's not. Yeah. And so it's like, those are the only things I can kind of compare it to. Okay, well, we're just, we're getting into it already. This was a question I had for later, but like, oh. <laughs> let's just do this, right? Yes. Is this the apex of acapella music mu- movies? Acapella musical movies. Is this the apex? Is this like the best acapella movie of all time? I mean, I don't know that many, so I would say yes. <laughs> yeah, I literally was trying to rack my brain and I was I, like, eh, I think this is. Don't but know any, but it. But that got me thinking, is this the apex of singing popular songs movies? Meaning like, okay, I wrote down, I wrote down a couple. Okay. So like across the universe, mm-hmm. they sing Beatles songs in that. That's what it's about. Uh, rock of Ages, they do a bunch mm-hmm. of 80s rock. Sing and Sing 2, you, you've seen those. I have. Uh, Mamma Mia, they sing ABBA. Yesterday, they sing the Beatles. You just mentioned Trolls, they sing pop music. Mm-hmm. Is this the apex of jukebox musical movies? I'm going to go with no. No? I'm going to go with what no. What is it? I actually really enjoy the Sing movies. Well, yeah, but if you enjoy it, that doesn't mean it's the apex. That's fair. Right? It was like, it, was this the height of jukebox musical power? It was everywhere at the time. This was yeah, like... Yeah, then yes. Everybody talked about it. Everybody was singing it. Is this the apex? Well, yeah. I mean, these versions of those songs are still played. Like, these I'm not gonna lie. mashups to them today. are everywhere still. And... Watching again for this podcast, I was singing along with okay. their version. So right, like sings good and it made a lot of money, but is it because it's a family movie where this one's not? Could very well be. Right. Okay. Yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. So weird. I like never to this day in 2012 when I saw this movie, did I think 10 years later I'd still be singing these songs? Yeah. Well, I kind of did. I, I, I I enjoyed them so much. <laughs> listen, I'm a country boy. I love country music. I love classical music. I'm not a huge pop music and rap music person. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know half these songs. I knew a lot of them. Yeah. Just from like friends or hearing them in other movies or whatever, or in grocery stores or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't know half of them. And I was just like, oh. And then it got me into them. Like I listen to some of these songs, like the real versions now, because of this movie. I mean, do you even know David Guetta? No. I said it in the beginning, (laughs) but I don't. I only know him from this movie. I couldn't tell you a single song he has. I'm so bad at artist names that I'd be like, no, and then sing one of their songs like two <laughs> seconds later. Right, like, so he, <laughs> David Guetta does, what, what is it called? Titanium? That's yeah. the song they're singing. That's a David Guetta song, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the one David Guetta song I know then. I feel like you know a few more, you just don't know that they're David Guetta. I mean, like, I just, okay. That's I fair. don't know Maybe them I by don't the know names. Because name. <laughs> it's like reverse, like Jason Derulo. Yeah. I have I don't know any of his songs, but I definitely know his name. Oh, because he sings it in every in song. Everything. Yeah. Jason Derulo. Like, dude, Who does that? Can I you know I'm gonna do that. In every podcast we do going forward, I'm just gonna randomly be like, Does it hold up? Just in the middle of it. <laughs> just constantly. <laughs> so that people are like, Oh my god, we remember that name. Oh Lord. It's okay. gonna be great. I I can't wait to get annoyed with that. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, it was just Okay, switching gears here, Glee. Yeah. This was, it was the same thing as Glee. Yes. In right? fact, they had to make jokes about it to differentiate themselves. Did this movie step on Glee's toes? I don't think so. I think it was the, like, 
more mature version of Glee. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, get th- that. I don't think it ruined Glee. But I do don't you think... think that it ruined Glee's chances of doing a Glee movie? Like we didn't get... No, Glee did that. <laughs> we didn't get a Glee the movie because of Pitch Perfect. No, Glee did that. By the time it was done, it was so run into the but, ground. Yeah, but you usually on a popular show, you put a movie out like halfway through. You don't wait until it's garbage final season. Mm. You know, like season three of Glee, they put out a movie afterwards. But Ma- this show maybe might have stepped I on just... its toes. I don't think it I don't think it ever would have existed. I don't think that's something huh. that they had wanted to do with the show. It's fair. Like I wouldn't even know what they could do for an hour and a half. Movie. Did this step on Glee's toes as in they couldn't transition to college now because they're in college? I mean, they did try and transition to college, eh, so. But they were still in high school. Like the the main focus was high school and then some of the people were in college. Yeah. Right. But it never left high school. I Like we didn't get Glee college years once again i don't think they actually expected glee to go as far as it did yeah because you know through like season three or whatever when they started getting all the older people out they're like we don't know what to do now. yeah that's exactly how it felt so i was like i don't think they planned far enough ahead for them to go into college so i don't think this movie had any real impact on it well this movie definitely doesn't exist without glee though. no yeah this like movie doesn't probably get doesn't popular, get greenlit yeah this movie doesn't happen yeah and rock of ages doesn't happen and whatever the hell else came out around that time, musical-wise, mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, God. Okay. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie, though? I know you said you didn't no, see it in I, theaters. No, I but... honestly don't, because for some reason, in my head now, it has just always existed. Just <laughs> It has in always 19... been there. What What was the best movie of 1902? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Duh. <laughs> it's always existed. Aka, please. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's basically that character from Rudolph that just is, whose name I can't remember. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. He just is. All right. Pitch Perfect just is. Just is. Just always existed. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what what did uh, Roger Ebert have to say about this movie? He gave it two stars. <laughs> okay. The quote I have is... Um, a little mashup of some of his quotes because he spent a lot of this time talking about what happens in the movie because it's just so ridiculous that he had to point it out that's fair so this is a kind of a summation it's a you have a you have to hand it to pitch perfect it's a 20-something song and dance movie built around rival acapella groups you may be reminded of a broadway musical certainly the choreography is way over the top uh, of other competition other championship acapella groups on youtube and if I mistake not, the soundtrack sneaks in some percussion and other straight sounds that may get the bellows outlawed in a real acapella co- competition. Oh my god, yes. Can we talk about that? Sure. There's no way they're making all that music with just their mouths. Uh, that is not true. No, it is true. It is not true. Uh, they could do it. I just don't think they have enough of no, them no, no, no. to do it. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, you're gonna, you want to say something about who can do it. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Go ahead. Uh, original pentatonics yeah no they but they couldn't do this they do no. a lot but they couldn't do this they're no. not to be that fair sounds like exactly the song from the radio yeah that that they the bellas sing oh yeah the bellas right That's, yes yeah. bellas okay the barden bellas mm-hmm. it sounds exactly like the radio they can't do that they get it pretty close but i will admit that even pentatonics like brings in an instrument here and there they'll bring in a drum machine to keep beat no that that is done by them. That's no. them beatboxing, yeah. To keep that to keep that steady, doom, yeah. doom, doom, doom. There's only four of them. Who's doing it? 
Everybody's got something going Originally, on. Originally, there was it? two that would do it. One would do the drum, and one would do the guitar slash bass. Yeah. Bass. But you can't, you can't, you can't do doom, 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 and then be like at the same time. Some people can. I don't know, I've man. Met I don't them. believe it. They are cra- not. I have not met pentatonics, but I've <laughs> met people who can do it, and it is insane. I know. It's just weird. It does. There's pentatonics only being four people. They make way too Five. much sound. They were only four originally. Five. I thought they were only four. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. I don't know. I watched them on some stupid... There was even TV <laughs> shows of, like, competitions of this when this yeah. movie came out. Yeah. It was, like, The Sing-Off or something like that is what the TV show was called that uh, Pentatonics was on. Yeah. I could have swore they were only four at the beginning and they grabbed another member, but I could be they wrong. They might have. Because it was... Uh, I don't remember It was uh, the black guy. Yep. The small white guy. Yep. The main singer who looks like he's from a K-pop band. The Asian girl? Yep. And the bass. The it's the little white Asa. guy. Asa. No. His name was, was like a, Asa. It was a second little white guy? No. He's actually a pretty too tall white guy. Oh. With a really deep voice. Oh, I don't remember him. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he was able to do a, a twofer voice, you know, how you yeah, like yeah. harmonize with yourself. He was able to do that and it's so crazy. Okay. I don't remember anyway. him. I don't remember him. <laughs> Um, We're getting off topic. No, no, but... no. It's 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 all acapella. Okay, <laughs> listen. When you're acapella, you're acapella for life, and it's everything acapella all the time. It's aka awesome. Aka awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, Aka Ebert over here. Yeah. Clearly didn't like the movie. No, he was not a what? fan. That's a fifty percent. I've seen him give worse ratings for movies. That is true. Two's not bad. That's true. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Uh, Currently has it sitting at an 81%. With the critics? The critics. Wow. For 156 uh, re- rate reviews. Wow. Has okay, it well, at that's 81. low reviews. R- low reviews on that side, but the audience side. Okay. Why I even wrote the reviews. Because the audience uh, has it at an 83% over 100,000 reviews. Oof. Wait, and so they 81, still has 83? 81, 83. Oh, so we're pretty much even then. Yeah. Critics like it as much as fans, mm-hmm. regardless of how many people. Yeah. Unless those critics are just fans. It could be. Mm-hmm. But you know people love going on the line yeah. and bashing movies. So, so that's I'm really surprised. So a little higher than Ebert. Because, yeah. you know, we're going percentage-wise. It's 50 to 81. Ebert, that would have been more like a three-star for Ebert then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't so know if people it's... have, like, really grown to like it more or if it's kind of more or if some of those reviews are from six years ago and there's no new reviews coming in yeah okay especially after the third one came out and everyone disowned the entire franchise oh speaking of that before we go on to the next thing uh, that leads me into a question that i had yeah is this movie ruined by the sequels second one no third one yes no no just in all like like, when you watch Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. are you a little more disappointed because you know where it's going now? And you're just like, ugh. I, when the uh, second ones originally came out, yes. Okay. Uh, watching it now, being so far removed from those sequels, I can just enjoy the first movie again. I, I rewatched it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the entire time I was like, okay, so if you guys don't know me, I have this whole thing about like, I have to finish things, movies yeah. and TV shows and stuff. Like, if it's a series, I have to. I can't just watch one. I have to watch all of them. Mm-hmm. And watching it for this podcast now, I've already seen it, so I don't have to go rewatch all three again. But in my head, I was like, "Thank God, I've already seen those other two, because I don't want to continue this." Yeah. I don't want. 
I know what's coming and I hate everything. It gets exponentially worse. So, so <laughs> much worse. Okay. Um, all right, so that makes make? a lot of sense. Yeah. Because 83% means people like it. Yeah. All right. So that doesn't make sense. Sorry. Misspoke. That doesn't make sense. Hmm. Its box office domestically was only $65 million. Ooh. Couldn't even break the $100 million mark. Mm-hmm. Total worldwide, $116 million. It made almost as much worldwide as it did domestically. And that's not good for this kind of movie. What's even crazier, though, take a wild guess at how much it made home video. DVD sales, Blu-ray sales, all that stuff. 53? No, $124 million. It made more on home video than it did worldwide during its release. Oh, yeah. What? What? Because I feel like this became a cult classic. Right? Like, it Honestly, wasn't popular at the time. Yeah. I went to look up trying to find the cinema score. It doesn't exist. I don't think anyone expected anything of this movie. So people didn't rush out to go see it. But It once, had to have existed. They do it for every movie. I, I looked. I, I saw one for two and three, but not number one. No way. We, we can double check. I'm going to double check in a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just think that's insane. Now... Here's what's even funnier. Okay. Yeah. Adjusted for inflation. Mm-hmm. 2022, 2022 money. Yeah. $74,873,591. Okay. Do you know where that would rank in 2022 movies? And that's for box office? That, yeah, that's for box office. Where would it rank in 2022 movies with the adjusted for inflation? 12th? No. Listen, it would be between Scream 2022 Mm -hmm. at number 25. This movie would have been at 26th, just edging out by only $1 million, Morbius. I knew it either had to be really good or really bad. Morbius. Okay. And Morbius got a re-release. And Morbius got a re-release. (laughs) <laughs> like i and it still made no money yeah <laughs> made like actually i'm just saying people like this movie but but they didn't show it they didn't show well i don't think anyone expected anything you know all right uh cool i just looked it up you're right there is no score for pitch perfect like this movie just didn't like you said it just always existed apparently yeah it didn't actually come out in 2012 it just, that's just when we saw it yeah it's just always been. Okay. Creepy. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think anyone expected anything from this movie, so they didn't even bother to go out and get those kind of, that kind of data. They thought it would go by the wayside. Yeah. And then people just glommed onto the music and was like, yeah. Because there's like tons of other really crappy movies on CinemaScore's website. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Okay. All right. Let's get into the nitty gritty here of what holds up and what doesn't hold up for mm-hmm. this movie. It's just, it's just talk it out. Yeah. Because I got, I got problems with this movie. Yeah. Listen, Becca, the main character is played by Anna Kendrick. I'm an Anna Kendrick fan. I'm not like the biggest fan. I love her. But man, she's a bitch. Dude, why so edgy? She sucks. Like, I haven't had it down, written down that it's like without adequate time to really explore her backstory and like why she's so jaded. It just makes her come off as a jerk. Well, that's the whole like z plot i guess of her parents got a divorce and that's when she got jaded and it was like oh cool you told us that in a sentence yeah 
fantastic. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, no. I also love that she just makes music her entire personality. That's the only what thing do you she know, has. What, honestly, what do you know about Becca by the end of this movie? Other than she likes music. Yeah. She wants right? to be a DJ. That's music. That's music. What else do you know? <laughs> she's a terrible roommate. <laughs> <laughs> she's a horrible friend. Um, <laughs> and she's way too... Okay. Okay. Uh, and it's funny because her mixes aren't very good. Oh, you shut your mouth. I don't like them. I like them. I don't like them. I, I really enjoy Sorry. them. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We got to um, fight later. What about the racism in this movie? And the so an- much of it. <laughs> and the fact that Fat Amy's apparently anti-Semite. Oh my God. Because that part in the beginning when she's signing up for to join the Bellas and whatever. Yeah. Dude, when they see the Deaf Jews booth. Like, skip. Hard, hard pass. She constantly makes jokes about him, too. Like, she talks about her hairstyle. And it's like, I'm going to name this hairstyle the Orthodox Jew. Yeah, because like, it has the things. Yeah, it's weird. Then no. there's, like, tons of sexism. And pretty much I wrote in my notes all the isms. Yes. Why is so everything much. and everyone to such extremes? Like, no one is just baseline in this movie. No. Everyone's just... 10 times what they really should be of anything. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? You take so much away from this movie by adding in those just really insensitive jokes. Oh, yeah. That I don't think were good at the time. They, they were not. So it's like, ah, I can kind of see why this movie did not make any money, but right, like. Let's, since we're already on that, let's talk about the. Uh, what would they be called? Like, the commentators, the analysts. No freaking clue what First they all, are. Why do they exist? They're talking in the middle of a performance. Yeah. Who Who's does listen- that? Who's listening to them? Who's watching this? <laughs> why is acapella such a big thing in this universe? I mean, at that school, at Barden, <laughs> it's, it's bigger than, like, football and baseball and all that. Like, it's huge. They have, Although, like, six acapella groups. And by six, you mean four. I... <laughs> how much i paid attention i i want to say something though while they talk about them being like the coolest person on campus all of them are not cool at all and i highly appreciate that like when bumper and um donald uh, donald are together talking about like yeah everyone's gonna come and get it getting it and just like and then they slowly take their drink and sip it because they like none of them are actually cool yeah but they're made out to be they're cool. They're cool in acapella. Yeah. They're not cool in the real and world. And yet still not cool in acapella because no one was going near them and it was an all acapella group party. They're, 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 <laughs> they're, they think they're aca cool, but they are not. <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, I'm a huge rom-com fan. Yes. Like, one of my favorite things in the history of film is a meet cute. Yeah. I love meet cutes. Yeah. When you pull a good one off, oh, it can make a whole movie. This one sucks. It makes absolutely no sense why Jesse is like obsessed with her after like air drumming towards her. Well, so they they have like two meet cutes, which is also just don't break the rules. You get one, you don't get two. You had to introduce them and then they'll actually meet because they didn't actually meet at that moment. Uh, yeah, but it's still a meet cute. All right, they still see each other and interact. Jesse still was still being cute. cute. Yeah, he's fine. He's not the problem. Oh, I know. So, we'll get yeah, into that. So <laughs> he, he's like jamming out in a car while he's getting dropped off at college. Mm-hmm. And she's getting out of a cab. 
And yeah. he pulls up next to her and he's like singing to her out the window, air guitaring and everything. He's adorable, mm-hmm. right? And she just like rolls her eyes and kind of grins and then that's it. We yeah. move on. Yeah. It didn't need to exist. Eh, you're introducing him. Then somehow they both end up working at the DJ booth at this school. Yeah, it's an internship. Sure, but they're freshmen and it's like the first week. How did they get it? Not many people uh-huh. like DJing there. I guess. That's why there's no DJ group except for the deaf Jews. But then here's where the real meat cute happens. And it's not even like a meat cute. It's just, I like stacking CDs. Can you not talk to me? Oh, but you're so pretty when you do the thing. Really? Yeah. How awkward of a scene. There's like... The only saving grace in this entire moment mm-hmm. is Skylar Axton playing Jesse. Yes. He's brilliant. Yes. Squeeze I, him, hug him, love him. I actually wrote for Jesse's character, I need a pocket version of him. Right. To just keep with me at all times because he's so adorable. So he has one of my favorite parts in this entire movie. Hmm. When they're doing the riff off where they're all singing mm-hmm. and Becca comes in and she's rapping no diggity. Yeah. And she stops and like looks around and you just hear Jesse go, Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And I'm like, Jesse, oh, heart melt. Yeah. So good. So good. Oh my God. One of my favorite moments for him is the, like, him pulling up the records to make, trying to make her laugh. So, yeah. like, he pulls up a record of, uh, not Adam, Adam Levine. Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. Lead Sorry, singer there's too many Queen. Adams. Lead singer of Queen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Adam Lambert, his solo album, and, like, motions as if he's in the right like he picture. tries to like match the cover yeah yeah and it is just so adorable and i'm like i need you in my life see that's the meat cute we needed i wish mm-hmm. he was already working there when she showed up and he was doing dumb things and she caught him yeah then all of a sudden it's like he could be a little awkward but then play it off as in like yeah you liked it ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha, ha. and she could be like you're such a loser and then we get a little meat cute yeah. I'm going to say meet cute a hundred more times, apparently. But, like, him jamming in the cab or in the car to her in the cab, I hate it. Yeah. It's bad. It's not great. Um. Okay. Then we keep going, and she's going to sign up for stuff and blah, 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 because her dad's like, make friends? Because apparently she's... He's like, you're going to stay in school. And she's like, no, I want to make music. And he's like, fine, uh, be in school for this year and do an after school thing. And if you or still want to go... Then I'll help you go. Yeah. So she has to join something. So, yeah. of course, she goes and joins singing because music is... She's made of music. That's it. I mean, That's the entire thing. When you have character. a voice like Anna, Anna Kendrick's... But she are. doesn't join right away. We get a super awkward moment in the movie where we get that line of, you know David Guetta? Because she's in the shower. And I get it. It's communal showers. It's yeah. co-ed communal showers. But she's in there. And Chloe, played by Brittany Snow just hears her singing and busts into her shower and is like, oh my God, I knew you could sing. Join us. I have two thoughts on this. I I have a major thing with this. I have two thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. One, don't do that. (laughs) And two, how do I get Britney Snow to do that to me? Oh, and she's really confident. Oh, she's she's really confident. She should be. Like, but how do I get Britney Snow to walk in on my shower? That's what I want to know because she's gorgeous. She really is. My thing is uh, I had not gone away to college yet. 
I was going to later on. And this gave me such like nightmare fuel about public showers. <laughs> so I was terrified to go away to a school where I had to have a communal shower space. Like that was living yeah. in my head rent free for the like two or three years until I went off yeah. to college. And luckily I only had to share a bathroom with like four girls. So I never lived in a dorm. I went to college late later in life, so I lived at my apartment and or at home when I went. Mm -hmm. So I never had to deal with that because I couldn't do it. No. I I would be the mm -mm. stinkiest dude in the place. Yeah. Unless Brittany Snow's gonna walk in on me, in which case then I will go. Yeah. That's it. And you know you would too. Don't mm. don't yeah okay okay uh um, silence speak volumes so it's a super weird moment but that's how she joins yeah i don't okay because well, that's she, how she goes auditions because she loves how they sing together yeah it just is they magical. harmonize beautifully all right and now i know it's one of your favorite parts let's talk about it the audition yes number one kelly clarkson is always a win oh yeah you put her music in anything and yes yeah I mean, so what song are they singing since you've been gone that's it yeah okay it's, it's a really good oh, a song i love so i sing it every single time they do but it just is done so well cutting between the characters and kind of blending them all together yeah and you get a real sense of all the characters in a quick little montage basically of this song yeah and i think it's done beautifully cool um i love that the mix of bad to good yeah like they have terrible singers and then they have really good singers, and then they have some mediocre singers. Yeah. It, it, they cover every basis, yeah. and I love it. Well, it's not like Glee, where everyone can sing at perfectly. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Even the people who shouldn't be able to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also, just, like, it's one song. Like, you have to sing that song. Mm -hmm. You don't get to prepare your own thing. Which makes That's me it. laugh every time that, uh, you know, Jesse's character, you know, Jesse, is just like, wow, this is high, and keeps yeah. <laughs> singing because he... <laughs> He, he physically can't get there or it's like hard for him to get there yeah and it's but like he does it he gets there well tries it's like um that's exactly then, how you'd be like this is not in my register i don't know how to do this <laughs> but then becca shows up to ruin the day here yeah. she comes to wreck the day i didn't know i had to prepare that song right like so you what, do you not know the song did you Miss not know the time and what you were supposed to be there like you had to be so last minute and mm -hmm. you didn't prepare anything like listen Music is your entire personality. I'm pretty sure you knew the song. You probably could have sang it. Yeah. But they give her her own little special moment, and she does When I'm Gone. The cup song. When I'm Gone. The, the name of the actual song is called When I'm Gone. Yeah, and, the, and, and yet, if you try to look it up on it. YouTube, you can say the cup song. I know, but this overtook it, and I hate that, because the original version is really good. I need to listen to that, It's then. so good. I thought this was the original version. This I is thought not. it was her own song. No, this is a song from, like, the 60s. Oh. Called When I'm Gone, and it's really good. You should definitely check it out. I don't think it, I don't know if it's actually from the 60s. I just know it's an older song. Yeah. Um, but then she co-opted it, and then, like, people really think that's a made-up song that she did. Yeah. I mean, she released a music video for it and everything. Yeah stupid which i may hit or may not have watched like 500 times oh my god <laughs> all right well so she auditions and somehow somehow she gets in yeah but not only does she get in some of the people we saw that were not good get in 
Yeah. Like, were they all hurting really bad for people? Because what was the point of auditioning? Just You took everybody anyway. Mm-hmm. Because even the people we see bad are in one of the other acapella groups. Yeah. Like, who got first pick? Who was like, all right, auditions are over, uh, troublemakers, you get the first pick? Well, they, I think, got to audition for a certain group because they were, all, each group was handed a, like, a pile of their yeah, I like, don't know. registration things with a yeah. picture of them for some reason. Well, why like, didn't they, they should have just went the football route or the baseball route. Like, you go draft. in, you do a tryout, and then you get drafted by whatever team. Yeah. I find it weird that they treated it as almost like a uh, sorority or fraternity. Yeah. When they, like, had them do an oath or whatever. Yeah, it was like, super weird. What? Super weird. Yeah. Um, another weird thing, like, so we have four groups. We have the Bard and Bellas, which mm-hmm. is Anna Kendrick and Brittany Snow and all them in a group. Then we have the Treblemakers. Yep. Which is Adam Devine and Skylar Aston playing Jesse. That's their group. Then we have the High, high Tones. High Notes, I think. High Notes. Which is just like the stoner group. Ha, get it? They're hot. Yeah, uh, so funny. <laughs> and then we have another group, and I don't remember the name of them. I don't know. All I know about them is they do a lot of Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember their name. Same. But during the whole walk of her down like all the activities, I'm pretty sure what they say about they always do Madonna is because they're a gay group. Because it's all men that they show and they're all like mm, checking out a guy walking past and then they say they're all madonna but then women show up in it yeah I mean, there was women when they showed them originally i don't think so not a lot though we'll have to go back and watch uh, i don't think so but what's weird to me is why do you have two groups that are men and women and mm-hmm. then one group fully women and one group fully men yeah i don't how do you have this many singers that want to do acapella to fit four teams at this singular college yeah yeah doesn't even look like it's a major college. Right. Like, I could understand if you had, like, the guy group and the girl group. Period. Yeah. yeah. But, like, adding in the other two, even though I don't think the high notes actually do anything. No, they, they just don't. exist. They didn't even come to the audition originally. Yeah. Because there was only, like, three people who went up and got paper. Yeah. They just exist for the sake of stoner jokes. They are like this movie. They just are. They just, yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> um... One thing that you, you, so you brought up the initiation that they do. Dude, yeah. Did you notice the overcandling going on Dude, in the audition? I was wait, waiting for something to catch on fire. Listen. Hey, what happened to your college? Why are all the classes canceled? Oh, we burned down half the damn campus. What do you, what do you need that many candles for? You know, aesthetics. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I want to see the person who lit all of them one by one. So then there's another girl, Asian girl. Lily. Is that her name? Yeah. Lily, who can't talk. Well, she talks, but it's, it, for those of you watching on YouTube, I'm going to demonstrate for those of you listening, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to move my mouth and I'm going to say something, but you're not going to be able to hear it. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's her entire character. So that they can get a reveal at the end of, oh no, she's really talented and can do the beatboxing and is really loud. Mm-hmm. How the hell did she make it through the auditions? You know, Roger Ebert brought this up too, because it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. It makes zero sense. Like, come on. I At that, 
I thought it was just because they needed the bodies because they honestly needed to fill out an entire team. Yeah, but, but then, then they kick people out. Yeah, they kick two people out for uh, having, having sex with the troubles. Because God forbid that you're in a group that controls who you can sleep with. Oh, come yeah. on. Well, that's kind of the main thing of this entire movie. Is doesn't, doesn't mean it's good. Control. Doesn't mean it's good. True. Um, it's Aka stupid. <laughs> All right. Why? My next note is why do Jesse and Becca end up together? Because they have wonderful chemistry. Do and they? Because Jesse is uh, psychotic. Yeah. Obsessive. Yeah. Can't move on. Can't take a hint. Like she turns him down like six times, and he just keeps coming back for more. Yep. Also, he's way too good for her. Oh yeah. Way too good for her. I don't know why she likes him all of a sudden at the end. I don't know. I, I don't know. Question Their whole relationship you. makes zero sense. Question for yeah. you. Does uh, this Jesse character ruin people's ideas of romance? Uh, no. Because Is he's he not an ro- unrealistic partner? No, because he's not romantic in any way. <laughs> he's funny. Funny guys are funny. They do woo. Ugh. Thank God Skylar Aston is really charismatic and adorable because yeah. that character would fall apart if it wasn't for him oh yeah um all right so they they train they do whatever blah 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 and now they have competitions they have the regionals then they have sectionals then the finals yep regionals they squeak by i'm actually okay with that mm-hmm. i'm cool with that they beat the Sacapellas, which I'm very upset by because I thought yeah. they were amazing. F you, F you very, very much. Come on, it's so good. So it's, good. I love it every time. They sing with sock puppets. Yep. And the name is so clever. Yep. Ugh. Aka dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. Afterwards, after the Trebles win, there's mm-hmm. a fight mm-hmm. between them and an old acapella group who has won in the past or something and they're still yeah. performing together. The only thing I care about is that Turk from Scrubs is in it. Yeah, Donald Faison. Yeah. Um, God, he owed somebody money, huh? Yeah. It's the only way I can see him doing well, this part. I feel like he just really wanted to do the the noises. Yeah, he just wanted <laughs> to be like, da 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 Yeah. I hate that part. I hate the whole fight. It makes no sense. I hate the one dude who's like, punch me, punch me, and like... Now kick me. Yeah, step on me. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm like, Ooh. What a little masochist. <sighs> yeah, sadism. Just no. So good. Just no. Um, I, it just kills momentum of the movie for me, too. Yeah. It just kind of, like, slams you into a brick wall. They needed a reason to, like, really connect as a team. And By why f- that f- made f- them connect as a team, no one knows. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. So Jesse doesn't want to be a part of this fight. And he's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And some dude's like all up in his face. Yeah. Grabbing the trophy and stuff. It's the little dude who wants to get hit. Mm-hmm. And Becca comes to the rescue. She doesn't even like him. Yeah, she likes him. She just no. doesn't want to. Well, the movie didn't tell us that. Well, it's all those little like smiles Dumb. and smirks and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. All right. Then they go to sectionals. And they lose. Mm. I was so excited when they you lost. You missed a spot. I did? Riff off. Oh, no, no. We'll get there. That's 
I'm fairly certain that's between. Yeah, we're not going in order. Oh. We're not going in order. I'm just. Well, oh, we're gonna get there. Oh, we're going to get there. Ugh, fine. Don't worry. Um, I just really want to talk about the riff off. Oh, me too. That's why we're going to get there because it's going to take some time. Uh, so then they have the riff off, which we'll talk about. But then they go to sectionals. Yeah. And they lose. Yeah. Like they're not going to be invited to finals. Mm-hmm. I was really excited for that because I was like, oh, are you doing the whole thing where like they don't automatically win because they're the protagonists? Do they have to like earn a comeback or something like or are they just gonna lose and then they that's what bonds them as a team i was so excited what did you think when they lost i thought they're gonna find some way around it the first time you ever saw this movie you were like of course they're not actually losing a little bit come on i know i me too but i was hoping you can Um, hope for anything but we all know this is quite paint by numbers it is but i was really like maybe they're gonna throw something else out there like, like Glee did, where they didn't always win. Sometimes they lost, and then they had to, like, regroup and Yeah, do they don't have multiple seasons to go try again. Well, maybe if they sped up all the dumb shit that happens in this movie, they'd have more time. <laughs> um, stop showing me Jesse and Becca horribly flirt. All right, so they lose, and it's cool. But then one of the other teams cheated, so the Bellas are back in it. Yay. All because they wanted to use a high schooler. Yeah, which... Which they probably didn't even need to use. No, because the Bellas suck. Yeah. And they're and that team actually seemed pretty dang good. So let's talk about the Bellas. Between sectionals, regionals and sectionals. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. Yeah. They are outdated. The only thing that saves them in sectionals to put them into, like, third place or whatever is Becca goes off script and starts singing Titanium in the middle of their set. No, that was regionals. Are you sure? Yes. That's why they get so upset with her. They think that's why they lost. Yeah, which would be sectionals. They lose sectionals. They come in second place in in regionals, right? Isn't that the order? Regionals first, then sectionals? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, The second one. Yeah. Yeah, that's sectionals. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's when she starts singing Titanium and it throws them all off. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't go through that round. No, I just said they don't go through that round. I know. Oh my God, I don't... This movie's confusing, apparently. <laughs> um, but they don't. But that's, like, the only thing that kind of saves them in that moment and why they get third place, which is why when the other team gets kicked out, they get the pass. I always thought that it was just, like, three teams. Because they only ever show three teams. It, it, every single competition, there's only three teams. Except for the end. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't even let us sing. They only let us hear three bands. Three groups at the end. Yeah. They show other ones, but then we just get the commentary talking over them. Um, so they lose, mm-hmm. they go home, then they get invited back because they cheated, and then we go to the finals. They they work, they come together, and they're going to go to the finals, and they realize that they suck, and they need to get better. Yeah. And we get a really terrible scene, and please, let's talk about it. Dear, here, here, guys, here here's a little section that we're going to add in when appropriate here. Dear Hollywood, Okay. And this is just our open letter to Hollywood asking them to either do something or to stop doing something. Dear Hollywood, I do not need to see people throw up on screen. I have thrown up in real life a lot. I have seen other people throw up in real life a lot. It is never pleasant. It is not fun to watch. I don't want to see it. Stop doing it. Seriously. Right? And she 
it's, it's projectile. It's that movie projectile where, like, if you were standing in front of her, she would have taken your head off with how yep. hard and fast it came out. Yep. And she, so this is uh, Aubrey, the leader of the Bellas. Mm-hmm. That's her whole thing is, like, she's trying to make a comeback and win finals because the last time they were there, she threw up and messed everything up. So that's, like, her whole thing is, like, she's really, she's a tight ass. Yep. She's got to stick up there. And now this is her letting go, and she throws up everywhere, and then everybody starts fighting, and Lily falls into it and makes vomit snow angels. What are you doing, movie? Why? Oh, that entire Why? scene is, like, my nightmare. And then you have, you know, uh, Esther Dean, like, grabbing Cynthia the other- Cynthia Rose. Cynthia Rose, sorry, Esther Dean's her actual name. Yes, Cynthia, Cynthia Rose. Rose grabbing on another character who's Who then using their rape whistle. Yeah, mind you, this college gives out rape whistles. Rape whistles. Apparently, it's a very big problem at this college. Only blow it if it's actually happening. <sighs> yeah. yeah. This movie is just ah. It's bad on top of bad on top of awful. Yeah. Okay. With some really fun music. But, like, that whole scene <laughs> where they're trying to, like, come together, and then they're like, oh, uh, and now Becca's the leader. Yeah. I don't understand she can They couldn't even music? just make, like, Chloe the leader? Yeah, who'd been there for, like, three years or whatever Who now. wanted to change, yeah. but, like... So dumb. It makes no then sense. Then they get to the finals, and they've, they've changed everything, because they used to only do music that was made famous by women... And it was all, like, old-fashioned music. They stuck to, like, yes. the same set list every year. Yeah. But this time, they're like, no, no, no. We're going to do some Pitbull. We're going to do some... Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. We're going to do the ending song of The Breakfast Club, which we haven't even talked about yet. Mm-hmm. And they mix it all together, and it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. And they go on to win the whole thing. Woohoo! Yay! And then her and Jesse end up together. End of movie. Yeah. I don't know how we got there, but we got there. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Listen. In the finals, the treble makers should have won. Is this your hot take? No. I was going to say, are you skipping ahead? I, this is not my hot take. I have something else for the hot take. Two other things for the hot take. Um, the trebles, they should have won. They were better. I don't necessarily know that they would have won, but I did feel like they were gypped and they probably got really upset with uh, Jesse and Bumper not being there. Being like, this is a really good performance, but they lost. And I don't want them to think it's because Bumper wasn't there. Yeah. I want them to be like, no, the other team was. No, they were just better. They were better, period. Mm. Sorry. Probably got to see all of their songs. Well, yeah, we didn't get to see all of it, but the part we saw, I liked better than anything the Bellas did. Yeah. So. To each uh, their own. Although there was one great part in the in the finals for the Bellas. Hmm. Uh, a, a few little moments, but one that really stands out. And it's where they're like, I put my hands up or something. And then, uh, oh no, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just like, uh. And they like grab their own boobs, which is like, they, like, point to them. It's, like, super awkward and weird. And I just don't get it. Who was that for? Do you know, people. Who was, like, oh, we're doing the choreography? All right, wave your hands around in the air and then go, huh, and point at your chest. I mean, because it's like focused got on, it. 
but it's focused on Anna Kendrick at the moment. Yeah. And it's just like, and she says, uh, when it happens. She's like, uh. And it's... I see nothing wrong. I see so much wrong with that. Why does it exist? You want to know why it existed? Hmm. Just so we could get the male commentator to probably make some terrible joke about it. I'm sure. Oh my God. It's, it's great and bad all at the same time. Mm-hmm. All at the same time. Um, all right. Talk to me more. What else you got? I am not a fan of Fat Amy. Oh, okay. Me neither. So I think a lot of her jokes, most of them don't land, are ridiculous, are too much. Yeah. And then she's not a very good singer. Sorry, Rebel Wilson. You're not a very good singer. Listen, Fat Patricia, your real name. Um, Just so twig bitches like you don't say it behind my back. Yeah, I just... Like, I don't mind that, but there's definitely I like her so char- many. I like her character to a point. I actually think she's one of the standouts in this movie, only because of the ridiculousness. But I also feel like the director probably should have reeled her in a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I don't mind her going weird and, like, ad-libbing and doing crazy stuff. But there's some stuff where it's just like, that's too far. Yeah. Tone it down. Mm-hmm. Put your toner away, okay? <laughs> like, okay. Just, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Uh, I have... Who doesn't like movies? Becca. Because music. Emily. It's music. It's in... Becca? I'm pretty sure Becca is not a person. She is a robot made up of old vinyl records. Mm-hmm. Because music is the only thing she understands. Because she doesn't even like The Breakfast Club. So, like, Jesse's favorite ending of all time is The Breakfast Club. Yeah. And he tries to get her to watch it, and she's bored out of her mind and doesn't understand it. Well, because he shows her just the ending. Well, yeah. That's the ending alone is part. nothing. Well, that, the, the final letter that's written is actually really good, even without context. Mm-hmm. But, yes, like, if you're going to watch it, watch the whole movie. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, here's the part that pisses me off about her not liking movies. I... I knew Darth Vader was his father. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Becca. I love that Jesse calls her out. He's like, oh, you knew the greatest cinematic twist in the history of film? Okay. And she's like, Vader means father in German. So you just knew it. Okay, so he's named Darth Father. So what? Maybe he's the father of the Sith. Maybe he's the father of Obi-Wan. You don't know. Shut up. Yeah. Also. You just guessed it. It is not father in German. It is father in Dutch. Yeah. Stupid. So funny. She's so dumb. <laughs> God, this character sucks. She sucks so much. All right. Keep going. <laughs> uh, my final thing that I can really talk about is I wanted more riff-off. I yeah, want us to talk about the riff-off. Let's scene. get into the riff-off. Okay, so this is one of my awards. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's one of my awards. Yeah. So well, I'll just mention it when we get there, too. But, yes, the riff-off. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like... Eight minutes of brilliance in a rather mediocre movie. Yeah. Okay, so the riff-off is a scene where all of the groups get together, and then there's, like, a category picked, and then they have to sing a song about that category, but another team can interrupt them by singing the same exact word that they were just about to sing and leading into their song then. Yeah. Right? Like, um, what's what's one of the examples? I'm drawing a freaking blank right now. I, I, if it was playing, I okay, could so, sing it along, but. So the troublemakers are singing, let's talk about sex. 
and they're like, let's talk about sex, baby. And as he says, baby, the Bardens come in and they're like, baby, I'll make love. You know, so like she said, baby, at the same time, that's that's what the riff off is. Yeah. It's so good. Why couldn't you just do more of that? It was really well written. Mm -hmm. It was actually really well shot, too. Like, cinematography-wise. Yeah. Like, they put some thought into that. The rest of it looked like a sitcom. Flatly lit. Like, four cameras so that you can make sure you get everything that's happening. This one was actually kind of cinematic. Mm-hmm. With the way they moved the camera around. Especially when Bella, Bella, Becca comes in with the whole no diggity. Yeah. And then it's showing everybody getting involved. And it's like 360. Who shot that scene? Who directed it? Yeah. Who shot it? Who wrote it? Because it wasn't the people who did the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That scene was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, I only know some of those songs. Just the snippet they sang of it. So I'm like, <laughs> it's all one song to me now. And I really wish they could have done more of it or like gone back to that idea. Yeah. Well, they do in the sequel. They do. In in Pitch Perfect 2, they go back to a rip style. Although, I will say, why the heck did they not tell Bella, or Bella, Becca, how the whole thing works before the getting there? Like, she has no idea what's about to happen. Yeah. Why? And the previous scene is Jesse asking her, I'll see you at the riff-off, and she goes, what the hell's the riff-off? Yeah. And then they go there. And it's, it's already happening. These groups are singing. And Becca has to go, so you just, like, pick a song that and you just fits? Go and with then it? you just go with it? And Chloe's like, yeah. Why didn't you explain that to her beforehand? Because other, other Bellas look really confused as well. Yeah. Also, Terrible keep, leadership. So I realize I think we keep calling her Bella because, one, she's in the Bellas. Yeah. And, two, she was in Twilight, which stars a Bella. I think it's just because there's... Bellas. You know, I just wanted to throw Twilight out there and have Anna Kendrick remember that she was in that movie. She will never remember. She's blocked it out. I, I blocked it out, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, the riff off is so good. And the songs are really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's energetic. And, 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 except. The Bellas lose for a stupid reason. Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad they call out in the movie. But then they just kind of have to be okay with it, I guess. Yeah. They're like, that's not a rule. I've never heard that rule before. <gasps> oh, just kidding. We lost. But it's the... What the... F- yeah. And we only go through two rounds. Mm-hmm. The first round is Ladies of the 80s. And the second round is songs about sex. Yes. In the first round, the high notes are out. Yeah. So we have Treblemakers, The Bellas, and whatever the name of the other team is. Then we go into let's talk like the sex songs. The Bellas and the Troublemakers go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Then the Bellas get cut off. Mm-hmm. And the Trebles win? Because the other ones didn't prepare or Where's... participate enough? I don't know. Yeah, like, what the hell? It makes no sense. They forget how many teams they have. This movie forgets a lot of things yeah. as you're watching it. It, yeah. like, starts a storyline or says something and then just completely forgets about it. But speaking of the the riff off in the categories, yeah. uh, I have one of my fun facts with uh, Google, fun times with Google, was naming all of them. Oh, please. <laughs> Fast, go. Ladies of the 80s, songs about sex, black Michael Jackson, white Michael Jackson, Christian rock, hair bands, TV theme songs, reggae time, 
Stadium Rock, The Jude, The Judes, Juds? The Juds. The Juds. Famous duets, puppet songs, party rock anthems, ugly lead singers, songs Glee ruined, and overplayed Black Eyed Peas songs. Ooh, there's that jab at Glee right there. Yeah. Songs Glee ruined. But uh, after hearing all that, I have a question for you. Why didn't they do more? That is a good question, but that's not the question I was going to ask. Oh, okay. What's your question? What category would you have put in there that you would have wanted them to? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> whew. Yeah. One Hit Wonders. Ooh. I always am a fan of One Hit Wonders. Yeah. Because it blows my mind that like a band can blow up and be like the biggest song on the planet. Yeah. And then you just never hear from them again. I know they still make music, mm-hmm. but you just never hear from them again. Yeah. So One Hit Wonders. Nice. Yeah. What about you? I would have brought in some like country nonsense because it's all like pop and oh, yeah. stuff that they well, do. Well, that's stuff you can blend really well. Yeah. Because they all use the same exact beat. Yeah. Um. Okay. But also, why didn't they do all those? I know. Like... I actually know the reason why, but yeah. The scene is eight minutes long, and we only go through two categories. Mm Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, they only go through about, like, eight-ish songs, and they originally planned for, like, 14, but they would have cost too much. (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah, dude, this might... I assume, like, 50% of this budget went to licensing rights for the music. Although... We'll get there. Yeah. All right. Um, Do you want to go into Fun Times next, or do you want to go into your nits? I've just been saying my nits as we went along. Kind of, yeah, same. Um, so I have two. Cool. I have two specific nits though. Okay. Two very specific ones. Mm-hmm. The Bellas should have never won anything. Okay. Still not your hot take. Still not my hot take. Okay. Um. Especially the finals, like it pisses me off. Yeah. So much. It's because they're unique and new. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, we kind of already talked about. There's no way people would have got picked for that group the auditions there's no way oh Half some those of the people, people don't yeah. exist why yeah i can't wrap my head around how lily ends up in the group she saves the day at the end yeah she was plot she was wearing plot armor basically she was you wanted what else was wearing plot armor in my final knit hmm. nodes yeah i have nodes it's because it's of her nodes aka nodes <laughs> It's on my throat and it vibrates against my vocal cords. And I made the brave decision to get them removed because I thought we were done. <laughs> Pitch, <Yeah>. please. So <laughs> stupid. So, so stupid. Like, I think she says nodes like 10 times in a matter of like three sentences at one point. Yeah. It bothers me. It's kind of funny. Um, All right. Let's go into fun times yeah. with Google. So I already said my one. I only have one other one. Uh, is it one of the ones that I have? Maybe. Esther Dean? No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I figured you'd have that one. Of course. Um, anytime Becca sings alone in the movie, Anna Kendrick was actually singing live, kind of like Les Mis. Yeah. That's the main reason why, like, songs on the, like, the DVDs, uh, like, the 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 soundtrack? soundtrack that went along with the movie, completely different. Like, the No Diggity song, when she raps, completely different. It's because she did it live on set. No. No? No. I don't believe it. Hmm. I, mean, this is why sound... I mean, this is like half-assed inter- internet research, yes. so it's like... But it makes a lot of sense, though, because I always <clears throat> wondered why they didn't just use the sound from the movie. Like, why did, why did they change it completely for the re- recorded version? 
And it kind of makes more sense. No, it, it doesn't. It, they do it all the time. Because but you're why? you're going for a specific a specific version, a specific sound for the movie. But then when you do the soundtrack, it's like, let's just go all in. But the soundtrack one sounds worse. It doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's your opinion. No, no. It just sounds worse. That's your opinion. It's slower and just so, lame. But that's why but they do it all the time. But listen to any single musical, mm-hmm. right? The songs on the soundtrack always sound different. Whether it was live sung on set like Lay Miz or not, the soundtrack always sounds different because they bring in an orchestra, they bring in more sound, they you know, like I they try to boost it. I would highly disagree because I've listened to stuff like The Greatest Showman, it's both CD they and the movie. Way different. They sound exactly the same. No, they don't. Same with like Anna and the Apocalypse and um No way. I've the listened hikes. to these. I've listened to them. They're they way do different. not look they do not sound <clears throat> sound. Way different. Yeah, they don't sound any different. Nah, different. Mm-mm. Um what but are also yours? like Anna Kendrick, don't sing live then. Bitch. But she's amazing. No, she sucks. What a terrible character. Um oh, that's fair. Alright. Cynthia Rose. Her the yes. actress's name is Esther Dean. Yes. Who uh, I'm sure this is how they saved money uh on the production. Because Esther Dean is a songwriter mm-hmm. who has written some of like the most popular songs of all time. Like S and M, which they use yep. in the movie. Um, I'm not going to sing it. Y'all can Google it. Don't Google S&M. Don't do it. The song by Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna's song. She's yeah. done a couple other Rihanna songs. Uh, I'm pretty sure she had hand in the Pitbull song they sing at the end. Give me everything. Um, I don't remember exactly all the song, all the people that she's worked with, but, but it's it like is she's had list. 25 plus number one hits yeah. that she's written, which is just insane to me insane so that leads me to a question who's the most successful person out of this movie because i'm gonna argue that it's esther dean she is at the top of her profession no one else in this movie can say that that is fair that is 100 percent fair but i'm asking you though that's my reasoning who do you think is the most successful person to come out of this movie uh talking movie wise anna kendrick just, just but in general i no specifics, just in general. I mean, it would just be Esther Dean. I don't know what, why you want me to say something else. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm asking you, but I don't want you to say, oh, well, if we're talking about movies, it's Anna. If we're talking about music, it's Esther. In your opinion, just overall. Because I can make an argument for a whole bunch of people. My opinion is just Esther Dean. I think it's definitely going to be Esther Dean since she is just that much of a megastar like not that people would necessarily know who she is and that's where i can make that argument though because anna Anna kendrick obviously has to be the most famous yeah out of all these people but the most successful esther dean yeah i don't know but yeah i mean it's just crazy yeah i mean i'm sure she was just like go ahead use my songs because i'm in the movie dude i want her to sing some of her songs and like get her versions of those songs because her voice is just beautiful yeah it is Dude, okay, when she raps in the final, I was like, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. Give it to me, girl. Mm-hmm. Love it. I mean, uh, her singing during uh, auditions. Kelly, yeah. Yeah. She gets, like, the belt part. Right, like, I want to like, oh, hear her yes. version of uh, Since You've Been Gone. Yeah. Be so good. I uh, love her. All right, hot takes. Okay. What's your hot take? Becca shouldn't have been loud back on the Bellas. Ooh, that's similar to mine. Mine is Becca shouldn't have been the leader. Mm-hmm. 
she was uh, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. She should not have been allowed back on. They should have pivoted from what they were doing. Yeah. But they didn't need to do so with Bella. Bella, Becca. Yeah, they uh, should have moved on from her. Like you said, never let her back in. She sucks. Why does everybody like her? Yeah. Um, and then, not only do they let her back in, but the same day they let her back in, she's the leader now? Yep. She's the one controlling the, the shots? I get it. You mix crappy versions of songs. It's I get it. But, like, I'm pro- Cynthia Rose probably could have done it. Just saying. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just bothers me. Uh, the other one is Jesse can do way better than Becca. Easily. Like, way better. I don't even know if that's a hot take. No. He can do way better. It's very lukewarm. Yeah. He, Jesse deserves better. I hate it. Um, all right. Here's some stuff. <clears throat> here's some stuff that I really want to talk about before we get to the awards. Best rap. What's the best rap? Mm-hmm. So you have three options. You have Becca in the rip off, riff off doing No Diggity. Yeah. You have Donald from the Troublemakers in the finals doing Magic by B.O.B. Or you have Cynthia Rose in the finals doing Pitbulls Give Me Everything. Uh, which is the which is the best one in the movie? I think Donald's. Really? Yeah. It's either uh, Donald's or Cynthia Rose. I don't really... I like the riff off one, but eh. I'm going Cynthia Rose, dude. She crushes it. So good. Um, would you rather see a remake of this? Pitch Perfect 4? Or do you think, like, give it a TV show? Like a, like a, like a 10 episode thing. Remake. You want to see a full remake? I want to see a full remake. Okay. They need to do some of those characters better justice tell me about it a little bit what do you want to see what do you want to see i mean obviously you need to fix all the characters <laughs> uh, yeah right they, they need to be less of the extremes more rounded you need to either get rid of becca's whole shtick of i don't let anybody in or have enough time to really get into that yeah and uh the music can stay the same <laughs> well update the music a little obviously. bit obviously yeah don't do songs from a decade ago I mean, I still jam out, but, you know, that's because I'm <clears throat> old. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, I don't know. I think I want to see a TV show. I just don't think I mean, there's like enough I mean, like a Netflix there. special, 10 episodes, miniseries. Let it play out. Let me get, like, every two, just like Glee, but, like, harder. Like, every two episodes, they're hitting the regionals. Another two episodes, they're hitting sectionals. Another two episodes, they're hitting finals. You get, like, three episodes, three episodes, three episodes, nine episodes done. You mean they might actually have time to go to class? They might actually go to class. They might do anything besides music. Yeah. Because in the whole movie, it's all music related until Jesse's like, let's watch all movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we already talked about the apex of movies mm-hmm. here. Uh, is this the height of Anna Kendrick? Is mm. this when she was like had all the power and could call the shots on her career. Is this that movie? I honestly think so. She kind of hasn't been doing too much since. Like, she has and hasn't, but she's not ever really, like, the major lead in a big movie. Yeah. So. Right, like she, but here's the thing. Like, I'm, she was nominated for an Oscar for her performance in Up in the Air a couple years after this. She was also really big in the Into the Woods yeah movie but another musical i agree though this might be her height where it was like she could dictate her career after this movie blew up she could do whatever she wanted and and take whatever contract she wanted Mm -hmm. how'd she fall so fast i feel like 
just she picked terrible things huh? yeah well not Maybe even she... that because like I like most of the movies she's in, but she's never you like. You can't even name the movie she's been in. Mr. Right. Oh, please. She's the main person in that. One movie. <laughs> After this, it was like Into the Woods, Up in the Air, Mr. Right, the the two sequels Trolls. for this. Oh my god, she is the voice in Trolls. Yes. But that's just a voice. I don't think that counts. It counts. Alright, whatever. <laughs> um, and then. <laughs> Whatever happened to Skylar Aston, who plays Jesse? Dude, I, I wanted I wanted to ask if it was peak Skylar Aston, mostly because he's not in anything, and he should be. No, peak Skylar Aston would be the Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist TV show. Ah, and that he was kind of eh. You're kind of eh. I mean, he was amazing in it, but his character was just like, I can take you or leave you. Yeah, if we're talking about times. height of Skylar Aston craze, this is definitely the movie. Yeah. Is it his best performance? No. There's like a, a TV show that got one season called like Ground Floor that he was in where like... Now I have to watch it. He okay. works basement level and then a new girl shows up and they have like chemistry. Dude, first of all, the the woman in that is absolutely knockout gorgeous. <laughs> Amazing. Their chemistry is off the hook. I don't know how this show didn't get a season two. Dude, I feel like Skylar Aston can have chemistry with anyone. Yeah, except for me, because I've never met him. Um, he would if you met yeah. him. All right. That's all I got. You want to go into awards? Uh, yeah. All right. So we changed up our awards a little bit. Just a little bit. So first off, I want to talk about the psycho scene. Um, this is the best scene, the most iconic scene from a movie. This is obviously in reference to the movie Psycho. The shower mm -hmm. scene. So the psycho shower scene award. Yeah. What do you got? The riff off. Yeah, it's the riff off. <laughs> it's not even a, like, it's not even a question. That's the best scene in the movie. Mm -hmm. I think it's the most iconic scene in the movie. My second place yep. was Fat Amy getting hit with a burrito. <laughs> the two extremes of this movie. Really good, really bad, both iconic. Just, you got a little behind your ear. Just leave it. It uh, fuels, it fuels my hate. My hate, my yeah. hate fire. Yeah, uh, <laughs> love it, love it. Next up, we have our life uh, finds a way award for what we deem to be the most iconic line in the movie. Yeah. What do you got? Aka, excuse me. Aka, believe it. Yeah, dude. We are literally like in sync right now. <laughs> I have, ah, excuse me, that's the line. Yeah. It's the line. Oh, my God. We are so Akka in sync. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Just add Akka to anything. It works. So we got, yeah, absolutely. So up next is uh, the Akka Award of Han Shot First, formerly known as the Jar Jar Binks Award. But we feel like we wanted to talk about Something more general to the movie, not a specific thing. Something like that, Jar Jar. Something that worked when it originally came out, but something either happened or right, time like, just Jar Jar didn't work when he came out. Yeah. But in the original Star Wars, John ha shooting first yeah. worked. In the re-release, George Lucas went and jacked that all up by yeah. having Greedo shoot first. Yeah. So the Han shot first, Aka Award. Yep. What, what, what do you got? Both of the vomit scenes. 
Okay. Although I don't think they worked when they first when it first came out either. Yeah. But they hold up the worst because wow. I I just can't. Wow, I'm shocked by that. Why? Because we literally already talked about it. It's all the isms. Ah. The sexism, the racism, the misogynistic undertones of this movie. Like, mm-hmm. the feminism of it all. All the isms. They make jokes about all of it. The jokes were f- maybe funny the first time you ever saw this movie because it was like shock joke funny. Yeah. Man, they're all bad now. Yeah, they, they are. All Every bad. single one. Well, not every single one, but most of them. 98%. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree though. I, again, I don't ever need to see throw up on screen. Ever. The noise is enough. The noise and the motion is enough. Yeah. I don't need to see the actual vomit. Yep. It's not funny. Ever. Uh, Much less someone falling in it. And doing vomit angels. Yeah. All right. And then our last award, we kept the same. It's the Paul Rudd Award. For what held up the best for me it's the musical numbers yep not just the music but their performances as well it's pretty good like like ebert said it's like watching a broadway musical those num those choreography moves are crisp yeah yeah and like watching the uh troublemakers play instruments that are themselves like that is peak that is so good yeah they uh, got ripped <laughs> What held up the best for me is the, not the performances, but the idea of acapella. Because we still, like, Pentatonix is still doing world tours and Mm -hmm. having specials. And still putting out a Christmas album every every single year. Like, it's it's kind of making a little bit of a, a, a restart lately. I feel like people are kind of searching online for mixes of acapella and stuff mm-hmm. like that like it hit high in the craze here but like watching the movie again i was like man acapella is cool i should go listen to some i won't most likely yeah but like it held up i was like man acapella is cool the fact that you can make all this stuff Dude. with your mouth is unbelievable. Like, you had me try at the beginning of this episode to beatbox, and I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I right? literally so I think, like, can't. It just holds up well because it's such a cool, uh, lack of a better term, trick, talent yeah. that people have that yeah. I don't have. I can do, like, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Um, We're going to start an acapella band, just you and me. Yeah, but it'll go like, well. Just that. That's yeah. the entire album, is just. God, everybody turned it off now. Yep. Uh, they were like, I'm done with this episode. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that's that's what I got. All right. I like it. What's your decision? My decision uh, should come as no surprise. This movie does not hold up. <laughs> uh, it is just. I love this movie so much. I go back and watch it every once in a while, but I've actually found a lot more joy just going onto YouTube and finding those performances because that's is, all I really go do for. Do you enjoy the movie or do you enjoy the music? I think it's the music. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I'm now just going to Google or Google YouTube and just looking at those uh, musical numbers again because that's what I really enjoy about this movie. The rest of the movie is just eh yeah. and sometimes downright disgusting. Yeah. Um, one more thing that I wanted to bring up real quick. Mm. We didn't even talk about Benji. 
Benji. Nerdy magician played by Ben Platt. Ben Platt, who really wants to be part of the Troublemakers, but they treat him like absolute crap. Because he's a little weird. But then he keeps coming back for more. Yeah. Most people don't understand. He's a sucker for punishment. He doesn't understand when to walk away. And also, how does he go from a fan to being the stage manager of the finals? Not the finals, but the sectionals sectionals or whatever. whatever. Super freaking weird. I hate that character. Um, He's great as like himself, Mm -hmm. but in this movie, I don't like it. I hate that he is. A, they treat him like crap, and he just keeps begging for more. Dude, I it's my such heart a bad, breaks. Like toxic relationship. My heart breaks every time they're having the little party because everyone's now in their acapella groups. And he's singing in his and bedroom. He's singing in his bedroom. I'm yeah. like, aww. Um, I know you also absolutely love the part where he says, "What does he say after the auditions?" Oh, singing live just gives me a th- quite the thrill. What a ru- is uh, such a rush. Such a rush. Yes. Yeah. I know you giggle at it every time. Um, Although another good bit for him was, uh, you know, when uh, Jesse's like, hey, you can come in, but if you're weird, they're definitely not going to let you stay. And he's like, I don't know what you mean by weird. A bird lands on his shoulder. And he's that's like, so good. Understood. That's what I'm saying. That character is great. Yeah. He's not in this movie. Yeah. He, he's so out of place and not in the, the way they want him to be. Yeah. All right. Final thoughts for you. (laughs) Overall, um, this movie doesn't hold up. Yeah. I've seen this movie a few times. I think the last time this movie held up was 2012 when it came out. I don't even think it held up I think every time I've watched the movie since, I go, I just want to hear the music. Mm -hmm. I literally, for this podcast, watched the movie and then I went back and I replayed some of the scenes just to hear the music. When we're done recording, I'm probably going to go put the riff off on. Yeah. Because I just want to hear the music. I don't care about anything else happening in this movie so yeah no it doesn't hold up at all not even a question yeah <laughs> um all right so that's our episode for first episode of 2023 yeah coming out swinging with pitch perfect because we're aka awesome like that yeah and you should aka continue to listen to us every week wednesdays not fridays yes we're Aka, now coming out on Wednesdays. Aka Wednesdays. Um, just can put Aka in front of everything. This is our new format. Hopefully it worked. We're still ironing out some of the kinks. We wanted to kind of make it more of a more free flowing. Give yeah. it a nice Aka flow compared to like hard cuts between sections and stuff like that. Let us know what you guys think over on Aka Twitter. <laughs> It's at does it hold up one three Aka Instagram does it hold up one three Aka TikTok does it hold up underscore between each word Aka YouTube does it hold up Aka Facebook mm-hmm. does it hold up you can find us everywhere and anywhere podcasts are available yep and that's it I don't think I have anything else do you no um yeah join us oh next, next- week. What? Good. Why don't next you tell Friday. Them? Not this. No, no, next, next week. What's our next Wednesday? What's our next episode? Okay. <laughs> well, what is it? What our next episode is the Breakfast Club. Inspired because this movie is all about the Breakfast Club. Jesse loves the Breakfast Club, so we're yes. gonna do the Breakfast Club. And then our first Friday episode is going to be the week of Breakfast Club. So not this Friday, next Friday. 
Yes. You can come check out our short form over on YouTube. I think you guys are actually really going to like it. We're going to get in depth on some fun and not so fun subjects when it comes to movies. Come give us a listen and a subscribe or follow wherever you can find us. Yeah. You ready to do the Aka closing? Of course. All right. As you guys know, there's one rule, and that rule is to keep watching Aka movies. Aka bye.